0: CHANCE Technology, the podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of this series of podcasts from CHANCE Technology. This is Laura Flamarik, video producer and digital media specialist. And with me today, I have the CEO and founder of CHANCE Technology, Stefan vincent
1: Good morning. Hi.
0: Stefan, thank you so much for joining me. In this chapter, I wanted to go through the origins of CHANCE and also explain how we ended up creating the largest multilingual knowledge representation for occupation data among other interesting products and services we offer and that we will tackle in the course of this podcast series all right stefan i remember perfectly when you asked me during my job interview two years ago if i understood what gens technology does
1: did you have an answer
0: i did but of course it was superficial One of the problems we constantly face is that explaining what we do and why is a bit of a challenge, right?
1: Right. Even after over a decade, I'm still looking for the perfect way to explain what we do in short and simple terms. How do you usually introduce the company? Uh, We are a tech and consulting company based in Switzerland that specializes in parsing, classifying and matching job and skills data. Our technologies are based on semantics, so the meaning of words and language. Our goal is to develop tools that really understand content and context of the data they are processing, instead of making guesses based on statistics and probabilities like most of the other software on the market. Also, and this is really important to us, we make sure that all our software, and especially our matching software, is explainable and bias-free. We want the best people to match with the best jobs, regardless of age, gender, ethnicity or any other characteristic not related to job performance.
0: Our specialities are semantic search and matching, parsing and classification, smart data and knowledge graph or ontology building, for occupation data like jobs, skills, qualifications and more. Who can benefit from our product and services?
1: Our white label products range from classifiers over parses to semantic matching tools, mainly as cloud solutions for HR tech users and providers, They are used across the globe in job portals, HR management systems, ATS, public employment services, large organizations and businesses that have their own job sites. What we offer is unique, in that our products work quite differently to those of our competitors. Ours are based on a powerful representation of real-world knowledge gathered and curated by humans. Thanks to this, our solutions are in a class of their own when it comes to quality, performance, and digital end-to-end processing in HR tech that actually work.
0: So you're basically saying that all the other providers selling similar services and solutions are marketing promises they can't live up to, that it's all just marketing. Why do we assert that we are the only ones in our class?
1: Apart from us, there are two classes of competitors. The ones offering services based on keyword matching, and the ones using some kind of taxonomies and ontologies, also known as knowledge graphs. Even in the first group, you will find providers claiming they use semantics, but anything based on matching keywords simply has nothing to do with semantics. This kind of technology just compares words with each other letter by letter. There is no attempt at understanding the input at all. So it wouldn't even be able to match two synonyms, words that describe the same things, like custodian and property caretaker, or a supervisor and a line manager. It will also give you irrelevant results, like assistant to the manager, if you search for the term manager, just because there is a partial match.
0: Okay, we can definitely do better than that. And the second group of competitors?
1: The second group are the providers offering products that they call semantic solutions because they use some form of knowledge representation, say taxonomies, and maybe even ontologies. These competitors all have at least one of two problems. One, the knowledge representation are not granular enough, so they don't provide enough details or context. Then you'll get generic terms like communication skills or flexibility, which are completely useless for any kind of meaningful skills analysis, say for skills-based job matching and talent management, career guidance or whatever. Take flexibility. Do you mean time flexibility, say willing to work shifts or irregular hours? Or do you mean cognitive flexibility, so being able to adapt your behavior and thinking?
0: I see what you mean. Those really are two very different things. What's the second problem you mentioned?
1: The second very common problem is that they lack the truly smart data we have to feed our applications. Because their knowledge representations are not curated by humans. In fact, I'm not convinced this should even be called a knowledge representation. You see, most of our competitors rely almost exclusively on machine, deep learning techniques and other big data-driven slash statistical approaches in their solutions.
0: What's wrong with that? These days, we are all trying to automate as much as possible, no?
1: Yes, as much as possible. And of course, we also use cutting-edge deep learning techniques, natural language processing, named entity recognition, etc., etc. But there are limits. HR and, on larger scale, labour market management is such a deeply human, complex field There are so many different stakeholders with so many different vocabularies and ideas and interpretation of all the various jobs and related skills, educations and the like. You need systems that can draw on real world knowledge and somehow grasp the meaning, the content of the job ads, resumes, worker profiles, approaches based purely on data and statistics, machine learning, deep learning, call it whatever you want, just can't solve this task. To model human knowledge you need humans. If you then feed this to your machine learning or AI-based algorithms, that's when you'll get truly meaningful, reliable results.
0: Modeling human knowledge with humans. That's exactly what we do at Gens Technology.
1: Yes, and have been doing for over a decade now. Our ontology is by far the most comprehensive granular knowledge representation in our field. It's constantly growing and curated by a team of multilingual, multinational humans with a deep understanding of the subject. That's why we are the only ones who really deliver what we promise, meaningful and accurate results in job and skills classification, parsing and matching.
0: You say for over a decade. Do you want to explain how everything started? What was your initial idea?
1: When we first started out in the late 2000s, There had already been some digitalization in HR tech and labor market management. But for the most part, the systems were made up of disconnected processes and still required a lot of manual input intervention. And what was really missing was some kind of deep tech to match people with jobs in an even remotely satisfactory way. That's what we set out to change. We wanted to use AI to create high-performing bias-free matching tools And an end-to-end HR and labour market management solutions that are easy to use regardless of the user's digital background. And that really match the right people with the right jobs. We are also strongly inspired by the work of Diamond, Mortensen and Pissaridis on how mismatch problems affect the labour market, which was later awarded the Nobel Prize in Economics. We wanted to address this challenge by helping employment agencies find suitable jobs for job seekers with fair, non-discriminatory and affordable matching tools.
0: And did it all go as planned?
1: (laughs) Does it ever? I don't have an engineering background, so to be honest, I dramatically underestimated the challenge at first. When we began, I never would have thought that it will take us 10 to 12 years just to lay the necessary groundwork for true end-to-end AI-based processes that actually work. But here we are now, and because we believe in what we do and did what needed to be done, we now have great products and solutions and a head start of several years over the competition.
0: When did we introduce artificial intelligence for the first time?
1: I'm a bit reluctant to use the word AI because there is a lot of confusion and discussion around what really constitutes AI. I do think that our solution have more of the eye in them than those of our competitors, and this developed gradually over the years with the continuous improvement of our technologies and our ontology. We have been using machine learning techniques since around 2016-17, which is certainly viewed as part of AI.
0: Why it is only possible to get smart outcomes through ontologies?
1: As I explained earlier, The key to meaningful results is to build systems that can process an actual content, the meaning behind the words or strings in the data you feed them, say from job ads, resumes, worker profiles. This requires a deep understanding of jobs, skills, education and professional experience, and the many relationships between them that even the most intelligent algorithms can't acquire by themselves. Knowledge graphs, or ontologies, are currently the only way to represent this understanding in a way that machines can process. Basically, ontologies turn data, especially big data, into smart data. And if you want smart outcomes, feeding your algorithms smart data is essential.
0: Oh, smart data. We will have an episode all about that later on in this season for now. Can you tell us a bit more about the ontology team at Gens and why they are so important?
1: Our creation team is composed of linguists, professional and educational experts, experienced specialists from domains such as medicine, engineering, IT, banking and finance, trade and much more. These people are from all over the world with pooled knowledge of many different cultures and languages. And they work continuously to expand and improve our ontology at Chance on. Thanks to their amazing work, Chance On already covers over 40 languages, including regional variations and dialects, integrating cultural characteristics and cross-lingual differences in job description, qualification requirements, and more into the knowledge representation. And the nuances and grey areas, the ambiguities, and implicit information they deal with their ontology work every day simply cannot be resolved by machine learning models or other techniques. This makes their work truly invaluable for the performance of our technologies.
0: Thank you so much, Stefan, for participating in this first episode.
1: Thank you, and I'm looking forward to listening to the upcoming episodes.
0: Of course, and to our listeners, if you are interested in knowing how we develop these products and solutions or want to understand more about the world of HR tech and semantic technologies, make sure you catch our next episode. We will find out what exactly an ontology curator does and why it is so important to have such a team training the machines. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss it. Thank you for listening and goodbye.